Hello, and welcome to the 22nd episode of Criminal Profiling, where we continue with Famous Personality. In this episode, I want to do things a little bit differently, a little more off-the-cuff, free-flowing, so I pulled up a bunch of famous names. Some of these people I barely know, but I just want to demonstrate how you approach things and apply planet signs and houses as you go along on the spot. Okay, first up, now you see him, now you don't. Harry Houdini. Pen and paper, ready to go, let's do this. The first things that came to my mind when I heard Harry Houdini, that's the guy that was an escape artist. He's a magician. He deals with illusions and deception. Escape artist, that's more Neptune than Mercury. Because Mercury is a trickster, right? Can be cunning. And so when it comes to magicians who deal with illusions and those kind of magicians, Mercury can also come into this. But I'm picking more on Neptune here. I'm not going to take Mercury off the table, but I'm focused more on Neptune because he is an escape artist. And the type of magic we hear say, and another, like two other sayings came to my mind immediately. One of them was sleight of hand, and the other, the hand is quicker than the eye. So it's based on motion, physical motion, causing the deception. Motion is Mars. So he deals with motion, Mars, and deception, Neptune, and or possibly Mercury, but likely Neptune. So I've got some stuff to work with here. Let's go, let's go find out, because this is what I want to, I want to know about his deception. That's what I'm looking for. So that's what I'm focused on. Okay, Neptune and Mars with possible Mercury. Let's see what we got. Okay, first up, Neptune. The guy's an escape artist, man. Okay, for the ones that stand out for me is first off, I see right away. Mars, the sleight of hand, the motion, conjunct Neptune, deception. And the conjunction is clean. It's not distorted. He's got full control. It's not causing him problems, right? So he wants to deceive people and whatnot. He's got that in him, right? This all has to kind of add up to why is he an escape artist? Jupiter in conjunct Neptune. Jupiter is the planner, right? And Jupiter in conjunct Neptune. This is all part of his planning. Where is Jupiter? Oh my God. It's in Virgo. And that is logic. Putting it all together in a logical form. What do I want to do with this stuff? Why do I want to? And he wants to deceive people. He's just drawn to that. And he's, his, his emotions are in Gemini. He's got this social draw. And moon in Gemini in the fifth house of entertainment. And that is sextile Neptune, the illusionist, the escape artist. So he's got a lot going for him already with being an escape artist. His worldwide fame, especially as uh, indicated with Mercury sextile Pluto and Jupiter trine Pluto. Note that he has Mars square Uranus. Uh, now, on his personality level, that's a totally different meaning. But here, involving magic and illusion, we can see how he can really construct physical but futuristic devices in his work. Mars square Uranus, futuristic and ingenious devices. And of course, Mars construction, physical construction. The fact that Harry Houdini was an entrepreneur and a pioneer is found with all the planets in the sign Aries, your Sun, your Venus, your Neptune, which is part of him being an illusionist. Mars and Taurus, the Earth sign, reflects the physical constructions he created and used in his work. The man dreams big. Mercury and Pisces, sextile Pluto, Jupiter, trine Pluto. So let's quickly compare him with uh, an escape artist that I have in my crime collection. His name was Norman Porter. He escaped from prison five times he's an escape artist in the literal sense. And so here we have the planet of concentration, 
Saturn in conjunct Neptune for escape. So, and Neptune, of course, is in Virgo, which is for planning and whatnot. Just as Harry Houdini had Jupiter in Virgo, Virgo was involved in that planning stage. Norman also has Saturn square Pluto, which would assist him in his planning, as Pluto thinks big. Next up, media personality Joan Rivers. Now, when it comes to media personalities, obviously, we can't know, we don't know anything about them personally. Uh, because you can't just can't trust what's put out there, no matter what it is. And who says it? It could be the person themselves. We don't know what they're really like. So in this instance, I just picked flamboyancy, motor mouth, over the top, just a really active individual. Um, I, can't, I don't think she's as much as a motor mouth as I might assume. I, I think of her as a motor mouth. I don't really know much about her. But I think if she's being chosen to be on national television, she has to have some control. She's probably more in control than I think she is, as I picture her being just like this wild, um, loud, uh, flamboyant media personality. So let's take a look. We have Mercury conjunct Venus, Mercury sextile Uranus. So that shows somebody who's ingenious, um, inventive, but also ta can be tactful and sensitive. So I can see how this fits in with somebody choosing her to be on national television doing the talking right off the bat. She's got a level of control there. She's also ingenious and intelligent and tactful, um, or can be. She chooses, however, to be otherwise, if I think of her personality. And here, uh, where's that flamboyancy? Well, flamboyancy is Jupiter. So let's see if we can find Jupiter over the top here. We want over the top. It could be Mars. It could be Jupiter, but something really big. Could possibly be Pluto, because Pluto does go big, but that would need very special combinations. Let's see what we got. We have Sun square Mars. The moon square Mars, uh, sun square Jupiter, now we're talking. Moon square Jupiter, now we're talking. Mars conjunct Jupiter, now we're really talking. So there is that flamboyancy, that over-the-top flamboyancy. Yet it's held in control with her communications with Mercury conjunct uh, Venus, especially coming to the rescue. Things like that. So yeah, so that's a flamboyant personality where Jupiter really plays the strongest role with Mars providing that energetic forcefulness that she's so known for. Hey, hang on to your hats, folks. Next up, Dr. Phil McGraw. Oh, where do we begin with this guy? He goes by Dr. Phil, right? So he had been thought, but didn't he get his start as an inspirational speaker? I thought so. He's a media personality, for sure. He got his start on Oprah in that respect, and then he got his own show. He focuses on psychology, different traumas and stuff, but always in that area of psychology. So I'm going to be looking for Jupiter, Sagittarius, ninth house, as well as Pisces, 12th house, Neptune. I also want to consider mental health, Virgo, 6th house, and Mercury. Myself, I would pick psychology because that's what he's most focused on. The media stuff could come out in so many different ways. So with psychology, I'm looking for Jupiter, Sagittarius, 9th house, or Pisces, 12th house, and Neptune. What do we have? Well, what jumps right out of the page is Jupiter in Pisces in the 12th house. He also has Pisces uh, rising. You'll notice that Jupiter is opposite the sun, which is in the sixth house, which is also something we're looking into in Virgo. So as far as the uh, Virgo goes, as mental health goes, look at that sixth house. You've got Venus conjunct Pluto in Leo of entertainment, and they are in the sixth house of mental health. Take a look at this house. Uh, this what plays one of the more prominent roles. So we got the sun in Virgo of mental health in its own house, the sixth house. You have Venus 
conjunct Pluto in the sixth house of mental health in Leo, showing that entertainment value. Now, we also get Mercury in Libra in the seventh house of partnerships and whatnot, conjunct Saturn in Virgo for the planning. That's where Oprah comes into it, his career. He's building things through partnerships. His tenth house is in Sagittarius, which is ruled by Jupiter, which takes us back to the twelfth house of psychology. So his vocation, the 10th house, is connected directly to psychology, Jupiter in Pisces in the 12th house. This kind of brings us full circle because it brings us back to Jupiter, who's opposite the sun in the 6th house and so on. Next up is actor Mel Gibson. The first thing that came to my mind was anti-Semitism. Because he's a, he's a media personality, we have to be very careful about what we look for. And uh, because he was in the news, he had to apologize. He's been in the news a few times, and he's got some religious stuff out there that people are very aware of. So it's not something that was just constructed or anything like this. And so let's look for religious problems. And when you're looking for religious problems, really pay attention to Jupiter, which ruled the planet ruling religion. And of course, uh, Jupiter rules um, the sign Sagittarius, which itself rules religion and philosophy and whatnot. And um, Sagittarius is the ninth sign. And so, of course, also rules the ninth house. So let's go Jupiter. What do we got? Jupiter square Saturn. Saturn is the planet of restriction, and it represents a very close-minded person, religiously. Jupiter square Saturn is a person who lives in a religious box, basically. He feels extremely strong about his religion, and he may put it out to other people and try to influence them. That is Jupiter conjunct Pluto. This guy has, is very influential, and that's unfortunate too, because he also has Mars square Pluto. He also has Saturn square Pluto, Mercury in conjunct Pluto. No wonder he made such great movies and stuff because you've seen Apocalypto. That's a great movie. The guy's done some really good work. If you're looking for his entertainment, look to the fifth house. You'll see Mars conjunct Saturn there for a very focused person, very passionate because it's in Scorpio, right? And, but you'll also see a helper, by the way, of Pluto because Pluto is in Leo and you've got some pretty strong connections to Pluto. Saturn square Pluto, Jupiter conjunct Pluto, most importantly for planning, and Mercury in conjunct Pluto. Okay, here's a totally different personality. Jim Carrey, comedian and actor. So the guy's chosen for these very special characters of face, very physical performance uh, and very twisting and very character and comical-like. And that comical part, that sort of thing, is ruled by Neptune. It's sort of like comic book. He's like a comic book character. Think of the mask. That's kind of Jim Carrey in his element, right? Those characters. That's Neptune. So let's look for Neptune. Uh, at least I want to see those characters come to life. We've got his Mercury mind, square Neptune. Jupiter, the planner, square Neptune. This guy is known for being very likable, you know, and kind and whatnot. He's got Mercury conjunct Jupiter in Aquarius, the social sign. To make his face like a cartoon, his physical face, you have Mars, planet of motion. The hand is quicker than the eye. Mars, sextile, Neptune. So this guy is like an actor magician. So he is sort of like an illusionist as well. So yes, you could compare him with Harry Houdini. Next up, we have a guy who dedicated his entire life to wild animals. Crikey, it's Steve Irwin. I'll be quite honest, I love this guy. But uh, I'm going to stick to what I know because I don't want to be biased either, right? Uh, and that is wild animals. That's all I'm going to look for. Pisces, the 12th house. Those are the, my two focuses. 
Uh, even though Neptune is the ruling planet, I'm focused on Pisces' 12th house. So what do we got? Ah, Sun conjunct Venus in Pisces. Venus is the planet of attraction, attracted to wild animals. Venus in Pisces. The Sun gives it that his entire being is involved in this and invested. Okay, the show is about famous personalities, so let's look for that fame in Steve Irwin. Now, when something goes worldwide and so big, it's usually involving Pluto, remember? Let's look at Pluto in this positive light instead of a criminal profiling light. He's got the Sun conjunct Venus in Pisces, both in Pisces. Wonderful for wild animals. It's, they're in the third house, which is very social, ruled by Gemini. And they're opposite to Pluto, which goes really big, in the ninth house, which also rules media as well. This is a much bigger way, much more professional way. In this sense, his documentary, The Crocodile Hunter. Next up, we have Jane Goodall, a primatologist, anthropologist, and conservationist who became world famous with her studies of wild chimpanzees, which extended 60 years. She studied their social and family relations. Jane's areas of study are fairly broad and would cover uh, a wide array of planets and signs and possible combinations. So in this case, I am focusing strictly on wild animals because it's that which got her famous, that focus on chimpanzees and their familial habits and whatnot. And um, it's a good guess because here we have the moon, the family, the moon rules Cantor, the family, in the 12th house, which rules wild animals. And that's uh, right off the bat kind of what we're looking for. And the moon is square Venus, which is the planet of attraction. So we can see that true bonding uh, with the chimpanzees, that true connection. And Jane's studies and research uh, is reflected with Sagittarius. And of course, we have the moon in Sagittarius in the 12th house of wild animals. It is through her studies of the chimps, the studies itself, that make her famous, the 60-year study. And this is uh, primarily through Jupiter, the studies and the planning and the higher education. And we see that Jupiter is square Pluto, and that planet where it brings world fame. Next up, we have Dion Fossey, who became famous after her death, uh, after the release of a movie called Gorillas in the Mist, starring Sigourney Weaver. This movie detailed uh, Dion's work uh, with the wild mountain gorilla, as well as her uh, untimely death in 1985, because she had become embroiled in battles with the poachers who were killing off the wild mountain gorilla, and uh, consequently, uh, they murdered her uh, in Rwanda in 1985. So uh, profiling this chart would be very different because we're not really looking for wild animals because that wasn't Dion's um, focus. She began uh, taking a business course, a pre-veterinary course, occupational therapy, uh, she made various contacts in Africa, which eventually would lead to uh, a contract where she would work with the wild mountain gorilla for um, a period of 18 years. But I mean, uh, she went through all sorts of things. She is referred to as an anthropologist, a primatologist, zoologist, conservationist, studied ethology, uh, animal behavior. Since uh, working with gorillas was gifted upon her uh, by someone else and wasn't something that she herself went after. She uh, had a love of animals, but this is all animals and stuff. She was a conservationist, and that is ruled primarily by Taurus and Pisces, along with their accompanying houses, the 2nd and the 12th. So what stands out right away in Dion's chart is the moon in Taurus in the 1st house, 
and it is square to Mars in Capricorn in the 10th house of vocation. This is also comparable to Jane Goodall with her moon in Sagittarius. We can see the study of animal behavior and their familial habits. Dion is doing the similar work, with, but in this case through the moon in Taurus, square Mars in Capricorn through her work. An interesting uh, combination in Dion's chart is Jupiter and Leo trine Uranus in Aries in the 12th house. And the reason is because Dion actually uh, was gifted this opportunity through social contacts, the fifth house, kind of the entertainment. She's traveling to Africa, making social contacts and whatnot. And that's Jupiter in, in Leo, where she's given that uh, opportunity, which is ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter trine Uranus in Aries. This is pioneering new work in the area of wild animals, the 12th house. So whether this is coincidence or not, I don't know, but there it is. That's up to you, for you to decide. Okay, up next we have... <coughs> Did you recognize him? No? Okay, tell me who you are. Michael Jackson. That's right, Michael Jackson. Now, we can't talk about whether or not he was a pedophile because you can't tell if somebody was guilty or not of a crime from their birth chart. There's no point in doing that. That can be very misleading, and so we avoid that. You have to pick on things that are 100%. And uh, what I know about Michael Jackson 100% is that he was world famous, and that's why he's in this show. Anyway, let's get on with it. So I'm focused more on uh, Pluto because he affected things in such a big way. He changed things in such a big way in the world of uh, pop music and dance. The man is an icon, right? Even though you don't, might not like him or hate him. This is what he did. So we want to see, he wasn't, he wasn't someone who went and hired someone either. This guy did a lot of his own work, and we're pretty sure of that. So let's take a look at his chart. Now we have two potential birth chart, or birth chart times. So we're looking at two different charts. So uh, that's up to you which one you prefer. I prefer chart number two, but uh, that's neither here nor there, because I'm not going to focus on the uh, houses. I'm just going to focus on the fame and stick with kind of Pluto and Saturn in this case. What jumps out immediately is uh, the stellium uh, containing uh, the sun, conjunct Pluto, conjunct Mercury. All these planets, these three planets are in conjunction with each other. The sun and Mercury conjunct Pluto for that world fame. And in the second chart, of course, it's in the 10th house of vocation. But what's really interesting about this is that the sun is in Virgo for planning, etc. in the 10th house of vocation and business. He had good business sense in many ways. Uh, and Mercury is in Leo, entertainment in the 10th house of vocation. And uh, that's that stellium. Now, just to the right, you'll notice of um, Mercury is Venus, uh, the uh, planet of music and whatnot. It's in Leo uh, and, of entertainment. And it is conjunct Mercury, which brings it in connection, of course, with Leo in the 10th house. So you can see the massive amount of power in this person's personality, as well as his music and entertainment value, right there is all combined in uh, that uh, stellium and in that combination that connects uh, Venus uh, conjunct that stellium. And, and, it, and it connects uh, business, planning, and music. Saturn is also incredibly well-aspected for fame. Uh, he's got the Mercury and Venus trine Saturn, Saturn trine Uranus. Keep in mind that Uranus is in Leo uh, for entertainment, and he's got futuristic and advanced ways of dance styles, etc., that he's going to be introducing. So all that's uh, uh, involved in these combinations as well. 